racking up strikeouts. He's got 15 strikeouts for Flackney in this game. He's got down. That's strikeout number 16 for Tyler Flackney. This ball game is over. And we're the best goddamn football league in the country. We're the best football, the best football league in the goddamn country. Period. Cheers. Welcome back to another episode of the HRL Touch 'Em All podcast. I'm Stash. Unfortunately, we do not have Sanchez today. He is having his birthday party, so. Uh, he's having the night off, but I got two great guys here, two fun stars actually, uh, Eddie Bauer and the Mart. How's it going, guys? Going quite well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having us both, and happy birthday, Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice to talk to everybody, get more people on the podcast, get more uh, involvement. So uh, let's kick it off with the question of the week: uh, What's your favorite season of the year, and why? Oh, should March should I start? Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. Well, uh, I am I am candy coated, and I have a layer of hair. So fall is my favorite season. It's the shorts and hoodie weather, and that's my jam. Then all the a majority of all the allergens outside have died, so I feel much better. Uh, that's that's my wheelhouse, man. Autumn, fall. How okay. about you? Um. I was going to literally just say everything that you just said. <laughs> fall is, uh, for all of those reasons, yeah, it's beautiful. You can go outside and hoodie, shorts, and flip-flops. Okay. It doesn't get any better than that. All right. Not, not, not sweating in odd places in the fall. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you guys. Uh, not quite the fall, but I'm going to go with the spring. Um that's when the season changes and it goes from bitter cold to warm. And I am one person that absolutely hates the cold. So it's the furthest away from winter that it is. And then you're getting into that good time of the year, the summer where the weather's nice. Um, you start going outside a lot more. So um, definitely gonna have to say spring for myself. I mean, you can still wear your hoodies and your shorts out because once it hits 40 degrees, everybody's wearing a shorts because we're not used to it. Uh, we're in minnesota yeah yeah, exactly so uh, i I feel like that question was i feel like that question was a trick to get at to get to know about our psyches a little bit martin i clearly are pessimists as we go into the winter and everybody you're you're the true optimist the rebirth (laughs) of everything spring yeah i feel like we walked into a trap (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i just can't stand the long nights with no sun and bitter cold it's just not fun for me i just get the cabin fever and just some just sometimes just feel depressed some days it's it's not good <laughs> right out but we had some milestones these past couple of weeks i think they all came this last thursday so shout out to all of these guys for their milestones in the career we had rocket with his thousandth career strikeout as a pitcher we had Shirls yes, with congrats. his We had Shirls with his 800 career hit and it was actually a grand slam so it was a grand 800 for him. 
Uh, we had Al also with his 800th hit. And then we also had Chops with hit number 1,400. I like those big, those Oof, big round milestone numbers. That <laughs> 1,000 strikeouts from Rocket. That yeah. that impressed me when I saw that. Couldn't yeah. couldn't have come for for a better dude either. So exactly, Very happy and for I him. I can say that I don't think I've ever seen Rocket pitch all that much because ever since I've been in the league, I think he's kind of shut it down and given it off to the other guys that throw more. I know that he's been having some shoulder issues, but sounds like he's trying to get back onto the mound more this year too. Good one of the one of the craftiest pitchers in the league. Is that. He's got a repertoire of like, I don't know, 37 pitches. <laughs> and uh, you can throw them all for a strike, change of speeds. Just one of the best out there. Big fan. Yeah, Big fan hitting yeah. against him. Yeah. He's tough. Tough he, for he's sure. Great dude, too. Yeah. All right. What about a home run check from you guys? Uh, I think it's been the past two weeks, I want to say, since the last time we did the podcast. So uh, your last two outings. Um, man, oh, yeah, Mark, go ahead. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, a couple against the Rumble Ponies, um, and then one against the Bears. All I right, three to uh, more than double my season total. It was a good night. Nice, that's awesome. No, I uh, I couldn't make Wiffles uh, last week because of uh, some kiddo. Speaking of which, kiddo related items, and then. The week before that, I'll be honest with you, I I don't freaking remember. Uh, I know we had a we, we had a week off, um, so I haven't played Wiffles in a while. But um, typically, when we're talking home runs uh, in the Eddie Bauer context, it's what I've surrendered, not what I've hit. I don't I don't really hit home runs, man, but I certainly yeah. give them up. So yeah, I, I feel you on that one with this year. Uh... <laughs> I, I know I got 21, but it, it, it's been a slump for me. I, I don't no think big I, deal. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> hit one in a month. So <laughs> I, I think I may have eclipsed 20 home runs in a season at some point, 15 years. So good job, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't hit one. Uh, I hit a bunch in the home run derby, but they, those don't count for the stats. So um, <clears throat> past, past couple of weeks, I have not hit one. You'll get back on the horse. Uh, I, I hopefully our schedule is a little daunting coming up. So wait a second, <laughs> wait a second. Don't wait. The Ducks. Don't we play the Ducks next week or this uh, week? This, upcoming? Yeah, tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow we play you. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh! Well, you're getting on that horse and you're riding. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. All daunting. Right. You, you daunting <laughs> well, to I mean, it... this week. <laughs> Uh, but let's get to know you two a little more. So um, I don't know if, how you guys want to do this. We can either do one at a time or we can do, I ask you the question and you guys just give me both your answers. Um, so I, I want to know how you guys got into the league. Um, so I'll, Mart. I'll defer to Mart. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I got into the league, Bliss Jr. Um, and Wonder Boy. Both of their dads played on the uh, Giants team, Bliss and, um, oh, what was his nickname? I don't remember Wonderboy's dad's nickname. I never actually met him. But they retired and needed a couple more guys. Um, so Bliss Jr. asked me and Brick, if anybody remembers Brick, 
and then we joined up with the team and it's been great ever since i was so kind of skeptical you, yeah how do, how do you know bliss then so how, how did bliss reach out to you um, so I knew him in high school. We went to different high schools, but had a mutual friend. And then uh, we both went to Augsburg together. So I met him in high school, but we actually became friends in college. Okay, nice. Yeah. Man, I actually went to Augsburg as well, but I'm much, much older than you and Bliss. Uh, but um, I never ran into you guys. Anywho, uh, you know what? I don't remember. I don't remember Wonder Boy's uh, dad's, uh, his nickname in the league was, isn't his name Tom? But his name is Tom. Hey, I was going to say, that, that's how I know him. Like, man. Um, but yeah, so how did I get in the league? Um, I worked at the same place as, uh, uh, if you remember, Fokker from, in, with the HRL Blue Jays, uh, the team that I debuted with. So way back in 2009, I barely knew Fokker uh, at our job site, barely knew him, but he knew that I liked baseball and he was very good friends with Vlade and Vlade had been harassing uh, uh, truck, like sending him messages on the message, but he even had an account on the message board. He did all kinds of background, watched every single archived video. Like, I mean, he was a true, true stalker. Very well done. <laughs> And uh, did tons of recon, and he wanted to put together a team, and he didn't know enough guys because, let's face it, Vlade, can you imagine how many friends he has? <clears throat> yes. I think I he mean, still has zero, right? Right. He's, exactly. Been in this league for almost 20 years, still has zero friends. <laughs> so uh, I just uh, got the question from Fokker, like, hey, do you want to join a wiffle ball team? And I, I was young, and I liked to drink, and said, yep, as long as I can get hammered. We're good. And that's, uh, that's how the Blue Jays started. Mind nice. you, we, we didn't think about the, our team name going into our first year. We just knew that we wanted a name from a team that had never been used in the league. So, of course, we chose Blue Jays, which forever has forever became we love BJs. So, <laughs> ah, yeah, we, we, we were done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you also said the correct word, Vlade. So uh, we're going to get more attention now because of it. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I don't know if he's been mentioned on the podcast yet either. So <laughs> that, that might Lucky be a first. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go on to how you guys got your nicknames. So I got my nickname actually in high school from Brit. Uh, my real name is Marty. Um, and he discovered it really annoyed me when he would say in his very whiny voice, Oh, the mic. It just, it pissed me <laughs> off to no end. Um, but I realized I couldn't show that because it would just make it worse. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of stuck. And then, uh, when Bliss Jr. told me about the league, he said, you have to make a nickname for yourself. And now I'm realizing that it really should be decided by the league um but no one's given me a better nickname yet so i guess i'm just going to be the mark for now so something better comes along i like the mart i think that's a solid nickname man right i uh, i agree 
But it, truth, well, it technically I'm, wasn't league given. So I'm just, how, I'm just glad you, that you agree that your nickname is solid. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. well, thank you. <laughs> so, so Bauer, I want to know your thoughts too, since you've been in the league for a while. Do you think that nicknames should be done by the league then too? Or do you think like some people, like a lot of the Fridley factors that came into the league already have nicknames because that's kind of how we were as well. Um, are you okay with people coming in with nicknames or would you prefer the league kind of naturally give them a nickname? You know, I, I do prefer that the league, that league vets uh, bestow nicknames. I think it's, it's part of tradition in this league. However, to your point, this league expanded exponentially uh, and, it, and it expanded with guys who are coming from other leagues who already had nicknames. And, and I totally think that's cool. I really do. Um, if, I, if I had the choice to rewind and start that again, uh, I would do my best to try to influence that with nicknames that are unique to HRL. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it, it's all good. I mean, the nicknames are are decent. I feel like I feel like there are many out there that we could do better. But um, but I feel like you know, hey, bring they fit they fit the player that it. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, At this point, you just don't care. <laughs> as yeah. long as it's not something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as it's not stupid, like not r- ridiculous. And, and really, uh, even more importantly, as long as it's not something that the person who has been given the nickname does not like that, that, to, that would right. be, I mean, this, this league is, has been totally cool about uh, given nicknames, and if there was ever a nickname that someone just didn't like it and it was antagonizing or made fun in a way that they don't want to hear, that would that would eat at me. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be on board with that. Yeah, hundred percent. So, but so how'd you get your name? Yeah. So this is a dumb story, man. Um, so <laughs> speaking of work, I, I was. Uh, I, I had to come to the rink uh, directly from work while I was still working in the same office as Vlade and, and Fokker. And speaking of which, McGruber and Shamwow, if you remember them, and also Boomhauer, we all worked together. Um, and show up one day and I'm wearing a business attire. So I had to change of the field. And, and I walk into the rink, throw my crap down. And Kmart, you know, one of, one of my best friends in this league, loved this guy, but he's a big, dumb animal. And he looked at me and just in his Kmart tone, why are you dressed like that? I, my, you know, <laughs> I just got off work, obviously. It's abundantly clear. I mean, I, I don't know what else to tell you. He goes, where do you work? Eddie Bauer? And I, I'm like, that's the fanciest place he could come up with on the spot. Eddie Bauer. And I was upset because I was like, man, this is Macy's first and foremost. This is, this is very, very nice attire. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like it's it's Kmart, so that's how Eddie Bauer came about. Real lame, but you know what? Kmart gave it to me, so I, I couldn't be happier. And yeah. there's there's also like this sub nickname that uh, uh, Bork gave me on the message board that Vlade really wanted to make happen, which was bitch tits. And I, so I'm going to say that on the podcast. My apologies to anyone it offends. It did not stick, and. Um, Vlade campaigned for that for quite some time, for many years, to try to get that yeah. to stick. But it did not, fortunately for me. Uh, so I, that's I, my nickname, say, man. 
I would say that's a pretty good story behind it. I mean, you absolutely <laughs> nailed the impression of Kmart, so that that made the story even better. Yeah, well, I I hope you guys just saw in his big hairy voice. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like that. And I knew him before the big old beard, but when you were saying it, the beard was there. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. hear that out of Kmart's mouth for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like just this the the look he has like the Kmart look too it's just perfect Ge gears aren't turning of... upstairs but something's coming yeah. out of the mouth yeah just a <laughs> just kind of a, a blank confused look just, why, why are you right. dressed like that right so yeah that's what I got man all right awesome I, I love the background of everything I, I like getting to know other people in the league and how everything came together and how they got to the league and how they got their nicknames. And that's kind of what I've been doing with all the guests so that everybody within the league can also know about that stuff. Cause I guarantee you, I don't know over half the reasons why people have the nicknames that they do. And I think this is a great way to get it out there. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. But Let's move into All-Star Weekend, uh, specifically the Fun Stars, because I'm talking with you guys. Um, even All-Star Night in general. Um, I know when I was approached by the Mart uh, All-Star Weekend, he wanted to kind of give his thoughts because I did say that I think the Fun Star game needs a little bit of a changing. And he said that he wanted to give his opinion on it. And I know a lot of other people said the same thing that they would like to hear the side of the fun stars. So I'm giving you guys the opportunity and I will say that the fun star game was a little more enjoyable, watchable this year for me. Um, so Eddie Bauer, you did a good job with incorporating that. Um, but let's start off with what did everybody like about this year's all-star weekend? I, I think that all-star weekend is just one of the best nights. Um, for the HRL, just because it gets so many people together. Um, I thought that the uh, Shaka people did a great job of handling of however many people were there, a bunch of drunk idiots that were moving around the whole time, and they were able to handle that very well, so kudos to them. Um, but I just think it's always a fun time getting all these different people out and enjoying wiffle ball. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I I love All Star for many many reasons. Uh, first and foremost, because like Mart, like you said, all these different, uh, so many different members of the league coming there. But what I love is that they're coming there for different reasons. You got you got some players who are there to you know compete in the All Star game. Hey, good for them. That's not my bag, man. I, I'm there to have some fun. And so are many others. Be goofy. And then you got others who are there to play in a rookie game or to play in a home run derby. You know. So it's just this diverse uh, set of reasons why people go to All-Star. And yes, uh, Shakopee Bowl, phenomenal host, gracious host. And I, I don't know if um, you know anyone from Shakopee Bowl, owner or any employees listen to this, but I got to say specifically, shout out to Tiana, our server. She worked with us on getting... I needed a Nerf football for a fun star event. I needed buckets to put around the field. I need, I need, I was, I was so high maintenance and she uh, obliged on every single one of my random ass requests. So she was awesome. Just need to point that out. Yeah. But good, yeah, good, huge good. fan of shocking people. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of on the same bo- board with you guys is that All-Star Night is probably one of my favorite nights of the year just because you get every single, most teams, I should say, not every single team, but most teams show up and there's hardly any other night of the year of the HRL that gets together where you can see all that stuff because when it's Wifflepalooza, the teams are usually playing, there's eight teams usually play, play, playing, so you don't get that camaraderie usually around that and then obviously you got the winter meeting where some people show up it's not as fun of an event as the all-star night but i I do like getting the whole league together and just having a good time together completely agree yeah that's what it's all about right and then after you guys just praise the bull do you think the bull should be our permanent all-star home I yeah. Um, I'll defer to you, Mark. Sure. Um, I think that permanent, like in forever, would be limiting the league to not be able to make a change. So I wouldn't say necessarily permanent, but until we find a new place or somewhere potentially. Better. I don't see any reason not to have it at the Shaka people because of how awesome they've been doing. The Mart's going to go into politics in the future, man. That was very diplomatic. <laughs> that was very well said. I couldn't I agree with you more. Answer for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you know, like like you, I I enjoy it there. I absolutely do. It has some you know disadvantages being so far away for so many uh, members of the league. Um, so that's a bit of a challenge, but you're right. You know, if, if anything you make permanent, um, means that there are certain things, certain evolutions that, that are prohibited. Right. But I would say, I would say we have a great relationship. I really enjoy this relationship. Um, let's continue to see where it goes. So. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it should be the future home of the all-star night. Um, until, like you said, if something better comes along. I, I know the only issue that's the big thing is literally travel because it's so far down there. I know, Bauer, you're up in Sasago Lakes, so that doesn't help your drive at all. That's almost, what, two hours? Yeah, and I, you know, when it's <sighs> with the with the drive, like, yeah, it was, about, it was like an hour and 40 minutes to get home. But uh, <sighs> with with the travel for everyone who shows up, it's – you know, there's a there's a lot of li- you know a lot of libations being consumed, and there's yeah. just a lot of a lot of good times being had. And when you're you know when you're you know realizing you're 20 minutes away from having to leave, man, you know it makes it really really tough to make a decision there. You know, so right. it's exactly because of that commute for anyone, me me included. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So with the All Star Night. Does anybody have any ideas that maybe improve it? Or do you think that we're we, trying to tweak it right now would make it worse? Um, in my opinion, I don't think there's much that we can improve overall in All-Star Night. I think how it's been ran since I've been in the league has been fun. There, There's nothing much more that we can do to improve. But is there like maybe little things that could happen that could maybe benefit the night to be a little better? You know, one of the things that, that came to mind right away um, is, and, and if Sanchez were here, he, he would love this, is 
behind the scenes, there's a lot of work involved in, in getting everything uh, up and running. And uh, I would love to have more hands in the planning process to help boost what we already do. Because I agree. I, I, generally speaking, I, I agree that we don't have a lot to improve on. But it's kind of inner workings and what we do ahead of All Star to get more people involved, just to alleviate some of the some of the stress that comes with planning uh, for all the events, you know. And then day of coordination, making sure everyone is wrangled when they need to be wrangled, you know, identifying individuals to you know take on that responsibility. It it it, I, I feel like we do a good job right now it tends to get a little loosey goosey and you can, you can see the people who are sort of for lack of better words in charge. You can see that they're just kind of, Oh, I got to do this now. I got to do this. So I I think, I think more on the planning side and then the day of execution that that would probably make it better in my, you know, from my perspective. Okay. Okay. What about you, Mark? Do you have anything or, um, I mean, I did not, but now that Eddie Bauer mentioned those things, that is something that I could also see as well. So I would agree with him on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's too much more that we can improve to make the overall night better. Um, I know that some people have said maybe lowering the innings for the All-Star game because we, we are a six-inning league. Why are we playing nine? I know it might be to showcase the All-Stars a little more, but... On the flip side, why are we limiting the Fun Star game to half an hour to forty-five minutes? Then, if that's the case, um, so whoa, I mean, Stash, is, is this podcast being recorded? I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, thing right there. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on a loop. I'm gonna put it on a loop. Just keep it playing. <laughs> I, I'm just throwing. I'm, I'm playing both sides right now. Um, obviously, we, we know that I did say that about the Fun Star game in my previous podcast, but I mean, I. I I, I completely agree. Why do we play nine? Why was it ever set at nine? I don't know if you know that, Bauer, but um, I, I would like to know the backstory behind that. I, I really don't. I, I've I've been an all star um, because like nine different fielders couldn't show up one year, and I just so <laughs> happened to get to get two like sympathy votes. But I really think it, it was just meant to showcase the all stars, really, and. And at the time, yeah, I don't believe there were other events. There was Fun Star, but I don't believe there was a noob game. I don't believe there was like a, you know, so noob uh, uh, versus like sophomore game or anything like that. So I think it was just really meant to keep the night going a little bit longer, showcase okay. your all stars. And that's pretty much it. Gotcha. Okay. There, there could be more. We'll have to get someone like, like Truck to answer that question. Gotcha. All right. So let's move on to the Fun Stars. Or the Fun Star game. I know this is kind of your baby because I know that uh, you kind of organize it. You make sure that there's certain things that need to be done. You try to set up maybe a theme for the night or whatever. So what do you do to try to organize this? Do you try to one-up yourself every single year? Or do you try to keep things different every year to make sure that the Fun Star game isn't too repetitive? Well, I would say uh, first that I think the only reason why I, I do any l- sort of planning at all is because I'm just really obnoxious and I, I'm a go-getter and I just want to do, do, do. Um, so I don't, know, I don't know if it's necessarily 
like I wouldn't call it my baby, but I appreciate that. I really do. I, I, I take that as a compliment. Um, but um, when when the when the votes are tallied, I just get on the horn and congratulate fellow fun stars and say, hey, what do we want to do, man? What do we want to do to have fun to make Egan look even more ridiculous than they already do? Um, and by the way, there are seven deadly sins. Talk about ridiculous. I just ugh, yuck. Um, uh, anywho, that's, that's a whole other, whole other conversation, but, um, and that's primarily that that's really it. I just, I want to get our fun stars, um, just as much attention as our all stars receive, you know? And, um, we do that through being goofy. You know, you mentioned themes I've done, I've done togas. I've done, uh, uh shorty jorts uh calisthenics in shorty jorts was hilarious we've done edward 40 hands uh vodka sour super soakers um you know and we can't do those things anymore uh uh bowl but just to give you an idea you know just i guess yeah always trying to maybe outdo ourselves from the previous year but i guess more it's just to be original every year it's maybe not necessarily to outdo it but just to do something different. Um, right. Yeah. So, but, but the last couple of years at Shakopee bowl, I'm sorry to uh, continue on here. I just want to give one quick thing. What point? Sorry. No, I've been drinking. Going. You know, I, you're good. I, keep I, going. We, we yeah. got plenty of time. <laughs> Explain okay, yourself. Good. good. <laughs> so I will say that, um, that in my older age with younger kids, I do like the setting. So uh, in the future, I plan to bring my kiddos so they, there's a lot for them to do. And I really, really enjoy getting people outside of our league, especially kids who play baseball, involved in some way to get them engaged in the game itself. It, it might seem like, you know, like this way too altruistic big thing or what have you. Like, it's ridiculous to say. But man, seeing kids actually, like, enjoy what it is we do they're already curious and then getting them involved getting them to play giving them a wiffle ball bat i mean that's that's just a blast to me i love that and that's something that i wanted to trial this year um i i did some giveaways last year but it was very informal this year i wanted to do raffles uh with league swag um and then some wiffle ball bats but then also you know buying some gift cards, you know, solidifying the relationship with Shakopee Bowl uh, on behalf of HRL saying, hey, we like it here so much, we're going to give away one of your gift cards to get people to come back, you know. Okay. So I really, really enjoy that. And and that's why I like it where it is now. Future iterations, we'll see, but that's why I enjoy it so much now. Right. I was going to say, like, those, those, like you said, the vodka sour super soakers or the Jordy Jorts or what you might be able to get away with the Jordy Jorts at uh, the bowl, but like Edward 40 hands or whatnot, you can't do that at the bowl. But how you were talking about how you were able to still get the fun side out of the fun star game to try to build that relationship, get the uh, fans involved or people watching because you wouldn't get those people watching if we were out at Valley or out at uh egan or anywhere that we normally play so it was good that you were able to make that transition and try to make mm-hmm. the fun star game better uh no, I, I but, say you know i will say yeah. the privacy the privacy our league gets at places like sky hill or pilot knob for our own league events 
it brings out the weird. And that's right. what I love about <laughs> those events. And that's what I miss about those. Because again, I might be old with kids, but man, you'd let me, you tell me there's going to be a private party. <laughs> things are going to get very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can assure you. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say that this year, I, I had low expectations for the Fun Star game, but I, you did pique my interest when you were bringing out fans, people spectating, and then also drawing all the buckets to see what you had to do when you were on a base or whatnot. So you did pique my interest when that happened. So you definitely got me looking towards the Fun Star game this year. So I applaud you on that. The, the stash seal of approval. I love it. I love it. I'll take it. <laughs> This but, big uh, hairy seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mart, you you also talked to me on All Star Night, and you said that you wanted to kind of give your side of the st- story of the Fun Star game and your thoughts and everything. So, kind of go through what you wanted to talk about, and um, we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when I came up to you, I was quite a few deep. Um, and I had just heard from several people uh, that night that, you know, the Fun Star game was stupid and pointless. You know, why are we doing this? Um, and I said the same thing to all of them, I think. Probably changed a little bit. Uh, but really, like, we have the largest wiffle ball league in the country. And, you know, not everybody is in contention to be an all-star every year. Um, the Fun Star game gives more people an opportunity to be involved in All-Star Night, even if you're not the greatest player. Um, so I think it's just a good opportunity to show that Wiffle Ball is for everyone and this league can be for everyone. We have we have our studs and we have our not-so-great people, but there's a place for everyone in the HRL. Um, <clears throat> also, I heard from some people that it was a a time thing it's it's literally 45 minutes a year that the fun stars are going out and playing um and you know if if it's it's not everybody's thing i get that um and i totally understand i think that if there were to be a change maybe move the fun star game ahead of the noob star game so people that want to be there for everything but don't particularly like the fun star game They don't have to show up for that 45 minutes. But I think it's just a great uh, setting for really to get everybody involved. And like Bauer was saying, get the fans involved. Get some kids exposed to wiffle ball and let them know, like, hey, when you got a school or whatever and you're done with your baseball playing career, um, you can come play wiffle ball. And it's just as, if not more fun. Right, I completely it's, agree. Yeah, I, I actually really like that take of of how it really shows the depth of this league, the largest wiffle ball league in the country, and it's and it's not just a springboard for NWLA. We have guys from you know all all across the spectrum in terms of the reason they go to wiffle ball. Like for me, it's a night out. That's it. You know, and, and mm-hmm. I want to have fun while I do that. And I think that's a that's a really, really good take on how it, it definitely advertises to the country that we are more than just 
this competitive wiffle ball league. We we have depth, we have nuance. We're you know, we do a lot of different events to celebrate many different things. So I like I dig that a lot. Very cool. Right. And and as I said on the previous podcast, I do feel like the fun stars do need their time to shine and everything. And I do like the fact that we give them their credit, even though that they might not be the greatest players in the league, they still get to be broadcasted to the league about how fun they are or what Mark, did that feel backhanded? Did, did that feel backhanded, Mark? Am I- uh, no, it did not. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say I, I, I didn't mean it to come off back backhanded. No, I'm messing with you, man. I'm like, hey, <laughs> but yeah, the, the the only issue that I had was watching the Fun Star game has never really piqued my interest, and maybe that's just something that will never be a thing for me, and that's all right. But I do feel that every Fun Star should be recognized within this league because, um. They, they make the league better when you're playing out there instead of just going up against the tryhards. You get to go have fun games with some other teams or whatnot, and um, it, it just makes the league that much better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Agreed. But yeah, do we have any other comments? Anybody got anything else that they want to share or make mention of? You know, um, it was... Uh... Oh, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Oh. Um, for the, the milestones. Oh, one thing, um, Wonder Boy's dad's nickname is Hobbs. So Hobbs, Hobbs was the one you. Okay. Spot I took. Yeah. Um, another thing for the milestones, I know he's probably not going to be too happy with me, but when Dobbs hit his 300th career home run, it was a walk-off to give Bliss Jr. his 100th career loss. Ooh. Yeah, there's. A, I, I'm glad I did. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad so I did. Two miles that mile in one. Still. Yeah. <laughs> Save I that definitely, one. <laughs> yeah, I definitely mentioned Dobbs' home run. I did not mention Bliss's milestone. So, Mart, I got a, a quick, quick sidebar uh, regarding that specifically. Yeah. Um, before we played uh, the Millers uh, earlier this season, Al, mm-hmm. so Al with his eight hundredth hit. He made a 3D trophy for uh, Bliss Jr. to celebrate his 100th career loss against the Blue Sox. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know we made it for him. And Bliss Jr. proceeded to get his first perfect game. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it to that night. Yeah. Um, but as soon as that was over, he called me and told me about it. So, yeah, that's excellent. Beautiful. I, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. I I love hearing those (laughs) stories within the HRL. Just like the stuff that never really came out that was planned or something. (laughs) It's great. It was ready there for the taking. And yeah, he threw his lights out. Yeah, he did. He he brought it, man. It was it was impressive. And now we're stuck with this little black trophy for uh, karma utility in the ass right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It totally did. Rondo's kick to the face for karma, man. <laughs> You'll just have to take a shot. No. You turn it into a two and wait for next time. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> Absolutely. If, but if, uh, I'd, I'd, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, if, if Lewis, Bliss ever does get his 200th loss, do you think that he will in his career? Yes. Okay. 
I wasn't sure if he would be around long enough or if he all of a sudden starts figuring out on the mound. You guys start giving him run support. I mean, I was gonna say Miller's hitters will make sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As uh, well, we've made a a deal. As long as Doctor K is in the league, we're gonna be on the Millers, and so I can assure you, Bliss Junior will get to two hundred losses. There's no doubt in my mind. Market (laughs) calling it right here. Bauer, you had something to say? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to uh, really quick go back to uh, Funstar and, and you know, just this uh, episode of the podcast. Just want to say, you know, your previous comments, uh, how much I appreciate the platform, the discussion, you know, to bring it on after after uh, hearing some d- slightly dismissive comments about uh, Funstar and, and saying, hey, well, you know what? We got some guys that are passionate about it, so I want to have them on. So I just want to say, hey, you know, I appreciate you thinking about you know Funstar from a different perspective and allowing some others to to weigh in on it and why it's why it's special to them and potentially you know and, and you know frankly special to the league. So right, exactly. I just, yeah. mm-hmm. just wanted to give you a little bit of a shout out for doing that. Thank you. I second yep. that as well. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure we'll get the ponies on here too with all the drama that's been going on so that we can hear their side. But Oh, you have to. Be I'm so bad, <laughs> I'm so bad with social media, and I caught up on that, and it is the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's hilarious to me. Yeah. But uh, yes, you have to have them on. Yep, I'll definitely have them on during probably the off season, just because most of the the episodes are already planned out with everything that's coming up. Since we are in every other week, um, yep. podcast, so we're getting down to crunch time and everything. So we're, we got to be presenting Palooza, we got to be presenting playoffs and everything. So more than likely, that episode's going to be coming in the off season. But yeah, we'll definitely make sure that they get their voice heard on everything that went down too. Nice, but beautiful. Um, if nobody else has anything else to talk about or want to say, uh, we can get on to what are we drinking for the night? Oh man, <laughs> Mark, what are you drinking? <laughs> um, right now I have a Topo Chico. It's a spiked sparkling water, and it's tropical mango flavored. Ooh, hey. How are those Double Chico's? Um, to be honest, I prefer White Claws for hard seltzers, but um, the Topo Chico's—they're—they're they're nice. Okay, they're pretty good. Yeah, See, they're Dash, up there. I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna ask one more time. This podcast is recorded, and I can put that on a loop too, right? Mark <laughs> yes, saying he that he prefers White Claws. Yes, yes, he can. Yes, Fun yes, you got can. A thing next year. Uh, oh yeah, Fun <laughs> Star's got a thing. Super hey, Sam. don't, don't, Maybe? Eddie, yeah. Eddie, don't, don't give away your secrets to the, to the <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We got time Franklin, to brainstorm. Fran- Franklin heard that right now and he's like, who? White, White claws. What are those? <laughs> I, I, I only know hams. He's like, he's like twirling the little tiny hair that grows on his chin right now. <laughs> 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 anyway. So what are you and drinking? Tonight. You know what? Uh, it's it's Sunday night, so I usually do not drink beer on Sunday nights. I'm drinking Lagavulin 16, if you guys are a fan of Scotch and the Highlands. I'm kind of a mm. high-maintenance bee, man. I uh, And I drink it neat. I don't, I don't like 
ice or water or anything. So that's what okay. I've been drinking. All so right. if you like the if you like the real peaty scotch, Lagavulin 16. I, I've, I've tried scotch a couple times and it's not my cup of tea. I'll get you I... to like it. <laughs> yeah. You will drink it. You will like it. <laughs> True fun star I... fashion. You will drink this scotch. <laughs> you will drink it until you like it. Yeah. But no, I think I've only bought like Glenn Levitt. Um, so oh. I don't know where that is in your realm or whatever, but I, I, I did buy a bottle and it took me a long time to get through it. So I no, I had a big. Scotch I have guy. some Glenlivet uh, Founders Reserve sitting in front of me too. I have a, uh, I have a lot of Scotch and a lot of bourbon, but um, Glenlivet uh, they make some pretty good stuff. This Founders Reserve um, was a, a little hotter than I th- than I expected it to be, so it's going to be a slow go on that bottle. But uh, Lagavulin and, and Balvenie, my kind of my opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of uh, peat. Um, uh, so that and tonight is tonight. I needed something a little bit heavier. My kids are uh, been a pain in the ass all day today. So I was like, I need the log of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well deserved. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate. Yeah. It. <laughs> what about what? What about you, Stash? What are you drinking, man? Uh, currently, I'm drinking water. But uh, during our pre games, before our games earlier today, um, I was drinking White Claw refreshers, and surprisingly, ah, guys. those are good. I'm I'm usually it's McGolden while I'm out there. Usually I'm drinking McGoldens, but uh, we we do have seltzers in our cooler just because a guy on our team is gluten free, so uh, we got to have the mix ups and whatnot. And I was not feeling a McGolden today, so I went with the White Claw refreshers. I feel like there's going to be T-shirts made now or something. Uh, You guys just love White Claw. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I, I I wouldn't choose White Claw. I think I would do like the, I think the Bud Light sodas is what I've been doing recently. I, I like those ones those a lot ones are more. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The oh, I haven't had those. Are pretty good too. Yeah, yeah I they, did as a gag uh, buy the Mountain Dew Hard Mountain Dew. Oh, I can't do it. those. I can't oh, do those. They're bad. How They're the worst. It's terrible. It's so yeah. bad. It's, it's not so good. I mean. <laughs> If if you drink them enough, you might even ruin Mountain Dew for yourself. It's it's so bad. Oh, I'm a big yeah, Dew I mean, guy, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, I I wouldn't if you're if you drink Dew outside of I, I don't drink soda, and so I already really didn't like it to begin with. But it's so syrupy. It's so syrupy. Okay. Mm. No, I, I was going to say the the Bud Light sodas aren't syrupy at all. So it, it gives you kind of like that Coca Cola feel in your mouth, and that's yeah. pretty. It, it's good. I'm going to isolate that vocal too. That feel yeah. in your mouth. All right. <laughs> yes. You're giving me some material, man. Some do you, do you want me to just now. clip it for you just, and just send it so you don't have to do the hassle of it? And, and Mart, I got to say, he does it with such a sultry voice. It's like that feel in your mouth. Yeah. It's all about the mouth feel. <laughs> Velvety. Plays a big part. Yeah, now, now K- Kmart's going to be turned on by this. We better stop. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get them going. Anyway. No, this. Po- I was going to say this podcast podcast isn't. We don't. You don't charge for the subscription, but I think this week might be the week to start. <laughs> I think we would need a little yeah. more listeners to start charging <laughs> for it. Yeah, never know, man. This could be pay per view content. <laughs> I'd pay for this. 
Hey, we could uh, yeah, turn on the, the video recording here so that we can actually do that. And so <laughs> instead of the podcast, we can get the video going too. It'll appeal to the younger listeners. They like to watch things. <laughs> but I think that's going to wrap it up. But uh, I would like to thank both of you for coming on. It was a pleasure talking to you guys and learning your insights on the league and then also with the Fun Star Games. So I want to thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, right on. well, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thank you, Stash. This, is, this has been a treat. Well, and I want to get more people on here because a lot of people have been asking for it. So uh, I chose you guys over them. Just just remember that. Uh, I'm, I'm here for the people. Yeah, but, but they're uh, just not cool. Exactly. Right. Those, you guys are fun, you guys are fun are. stars. You guys are fun yeah. stars. You got to give the people what they want. They want fun stars. They get fun stars. Yeah, yeah. But... With that, hopefully we'll be back in two weeks, and let's hope for good weather, good wiffle ball, cold beer, and good wiffles. Till next time. Right on, right on. Put it better. <laughs> <laughs>